Did you know Bridgestone developed a tire using 75% recycled and renewable materials? Making a difference today for future generations. That's what really matters. Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Visit whatreallymatters.com to learn more. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn this thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton. For the stay. dance floor and you better not kill the groove hey 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 man on the dance floor Haunted. sing it hold it i know it's in your head so too but you better not steal the moves dj gotta turn this house around right now yes i sort of know the words that's the thing i was like floor. please don't ask me to sing it i know the song you're referencing but i can't i don't know the words kill the groove don't worry, it'll haunt your brain hey, for the next hey, two days. Hey. MJ just watched Saltburn. Uh, hey, okay, you're complaining because you watched Saltburn days ago. I watched Saltburn weeks ago. How do you think I feel? I'm so sad to hear it's still in your Let's head. Let's talk well, about cops. We already welcomed them to 2024. We when, did a Happy New Year's episode. Yeah, but I don't know. This is, but that was before. Now it's time. us. This is, now we're in it. Yeah, Holden is just starting the year. By the way, he's just beginning it. So uh, I, you have to give him some. Well, he's some a, he's space. a he's Holiday a solo daddy man. He doesn't yeah. have a child to take care of, so he's living in a. I mean, I want to hear if you emotionally regressed as you predicted you would, but it sounds like you're emotionally regressing right now to you know man in his 20s without a child. You know what it, you know what it is? I could sleep. <laughs> I could sleep. You're bored. There's a ghost in my You're house. You're bored by all of your options. Yeah. There's a ghost. It I, I I every now and again I see it out the corner of my eye, man. My mind is playing tricks on me, dude. This is the problem. I need the structure. I I hate to say it. I I'm, I'm a shadowy bourbony you know you can create a temporary structure. Right? <laughs> you know that you you can create a structure. You can for just yourself. get a piece when of paper and write down a schedule for a yourself. There's yeah. a ghost in my house. You, you can my still house. get up at the same time. You know you don't have to drink until you're blackout every night. You know you don't have to do that. I have not been doing that. I've been I've been being quite good. I've been going on my little jogs, things like that. But there's still a weirdness that ha- I'm starting to turn right about now. We're like. Because I got it on Tuesday. It's been, oh yeah, it's been a full week. That's when the turning happens. That's when things start getting grim <laughs> with within the man when his wife and child are away. This life first. Oh, it's a party at first. Oh yeah, I'm dancing around naked. All that into the song, like the end, of Saltburn. Yeah, the end of Saltburn. Absolutely, Saltburn. Spoilers, but hey, come on, it's free on something. Right, so you can watch. You can you Please can check out Saltburn. We won't spoil Saltburn. I don't think knowing that there's dancing at the end will necessarily spoil it. But no. I do as as a latecomer. I literally finished watching it right before we started recording, so I'm feeling a little bit weird. Actually, yeah. Now but that you mentioned it, go if watch you, it. If you had had me watch the first like 15 minutes of that movie and then said 
sorry about this spoiler, but there's dancing at the end. I would have been like, that is the least surprising thing I've heard <laughs> in my life. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Yeah, I, I thought it was going to be a romp. And to MJ, I was like, I was like, you guys got to watch this movie because I need to talk about it somewhere. Yeah. yeah. I need to get it out of my system because I went into the movie knowing absolutely nothing. And if you know absolutely nothing about Saltburn, you should stop listening to this right yeah. now and go watch Saltburn instead. Yeah. Um, but not that we're going to, we're not going to ruin anything. I just want you to know that it's surprising. But I give it three <laughs> surprising. cum-filled blood oranges out of three. I think, and that's the amount of cum-filled blood oranges <laughs> I want from an Oscar movie. Well, you know, if, that's if you, what I'm asking for. If you really want to make it interesting, you can do what Gideon and I did, which was, um, I forgot until, or no, I didn't forget. I knew that we needed to watch it by, t- by Tuesday when we record, but our weekend ended up being like busy and fun and we How didn't have- dare you have busy and fun <laughs> on Saturday night and Sunday night. No time Whoa, to even watch grown up wow. things. But That's did you go out of the house? Out of the house two nights in a row, man. Baby, twenty twenty four. Leaving the house twenty twenty four. Was there uh, a ghost in it? And that's why you had to leave it. No ghosts in this house, although it is over a hundred years old. <laughs> oh, whoa! Oh, there's ghosts in there's that ghosts house, in definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's above a store and a restaurant, so there's probably a lot of ghosts. A lot of rat ghosts. Yeah. A lot of, a lot a lot of rat rats. Ghosts. Yeah. Where are all the rat ghosts? <laughs> what if they just ran past your feet right now? Oh, that's you feel their tails. But listen, Gideon. Okay, so we started Monday night, and I always fall asleep on the couch. It's very hard for me to finish a movie. So we watched the first hour of Saltburn before I fell asleep, and then I was like, "I'm sorry, Gideon. I have to finish this without you in the morning." And so he has only seen the first hour of Saltburn. Which, if you haven't seen Saltburn, all you need to know is that the second hour is very different than the first hour. So he has no idea. I kept saying, "I'm waiting for all the fucking and sucking." And that's not even exactly what we get, but something happens in the second hour and it's not what you expect. Man, I'm telling you, I watch movies now like people read fucking magazines. I'm like, I'm in for a couple minutes here, a few more minutes there. There's no commitment. Yeah. It's insane. I, I have no ability anymore to sit and enjoy a full-length movie unless I'm in the theater. But I was thinking about Jackie. Jackie just watches movies. She's just a, such a connoisseur. Yes. Bro, on Sunday... I finally got my wish, and my wish was to watch Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Rings, extended edition. And I, so I got Jeff to watch the first four hour long long movie. Dang, you had to like get him. He's not down with the Tolkien. (laughs) No, he's down with the Tolkien. (laughs) He seems like a man who's down with the Tolkien. Yeah, he seems like a guy who would want to hang out with He understandably has been over the years annoyed by the fan base. I could see that. And to a point that like, he's like, I feel like I'm so inundated by it. But then we watch it and he remembers the magic. We watch that. And then we watched Society of the Snow, which is the two and a half hour long movie that was based on the uh, what happened to the Chilean rugby players oh, yeah, yeah. when they were trapped in the Andes. Mm-hmm. And so we watched four hours of Fellowship of the Rings, two and a half hours of Society of the Snow. Then afterwards, we just looked at each other. We're like, whoo! Yeah. Yeah! That's a lot of, that's a lot of getting lost in this. Oh, and never once did like, you want to fall asleep on the couch? Nah, bro. I was, man, Society of the Snow? Woof! Is it a doc? It is not, but it is. Um, it is done by because, like you know, there's also uh, alive. alive. But this movie is brutal. Like okay. it shows a it's lot more, more of what they went through, and also they shot 
where the plane went down. Mm. So I can't imagine being there happening. Like what happened to them? Because like we know what happens, but then it's about the eat brutality. Ass. Yeah, there's there's a lot of eating ass. <laughs> That's what everybody thinks about yeah. when they think yeah. about the Andy's plane crash is eating ass. They, they started with the ass. I know that. <laughs> yeah, we all know. We all saw the movie. You got to start it. with the ass. But no, this is a lot more. Um, there's uh, nothing cartoonish about it. Very, very upsetting. Right. And I loved it. Oh, I got to get in. I was getting a little dark last night with some bad surgeon. That's a fun one. You got to get in there. What's oh, bad surgeon? This wackadoo fraud. It should be on fraudsters. This wackadoo surgeon just made everybody believe he was like amazing. And he started but he's putting, a bad surgeon. He <laughs> started putting fake windpipes in it, plastic windpipes into people, and they, what, it wasn't good. And they were all dying. Love it's, under the knife. It's a nightmare. I know. What a crazy subtitle. Bad surgeon. What a dumb colon, subtitle. Love, love under, under the, the knife. knife. I love bad surgeon. Bad surgeon. By the way, also, yeah, bad surgeon's like what I would call a, a sketch I wrote for murder. Yes, that's why I exactly. It does know sound it was like a, a sketch. Thing. It does sound like but a anyway, sketch. It's dark. Uh, by the way, trigger warning for that thing. That thing's dark. I started watching it with Lexi and we had to stop because she was just sobbing like 20 minutes in. Good to know. It's dark. So proceed at your own. If you're into that kind of thing, you're sick. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I love being upset. But it's a good, a good watch. God, if you're I love that being upset. <laughs> I, I especially. Oh my god! I wrote down all of the movies we watched over the holidays. To like, we consume yeah. too much media. I, I, I dare mean, say. I, 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 but I, I just replace a lot of that with. I've been playing Baldur's Gate three and Spy. I'm, I've been, I've been just also just sitting and just, just staring at the goblins at the goblin camp, Jackie. I can bang oh, them too. I can fuck them. Yeah, and you can fuck a bear are in the you, game. Are you a goblin or are you, what I'm are you? I'm a green man, but I'm not a goblin. I'm the githyorker. All right, I'm asleep. I'm asleep. <laughs> I'm asleep. Now you're getting there with me. Now you can, finally, you're getting there with me on no, this. No, I'm like, I'm like looking at you and I'm not listening to what you're saying because all I'm actually doing is out of the corner of my eye looking at the picture of Jeremy Allen White in the uh, Calvin Klein underwear yes. ad. Merry talk Christmas, about cops. Man, talk, talk about happy 2024. What a gift for us. I um I, obviously I didn't know that this ad was coming out, and I just was on Instagram and I went, holy God. Like it really just like made me stop mouth agape, just going like Oh yeah! What? What? Yeah. And are you guys lusty for uh, Saltburn guy as well? Barry Keoghan or Jared Alordi? The Mr. big, the big, big old Mr. 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 Honker. I, I love yeah. I love for Mr. Honker. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Six five Joel. J- well, I also watched <laughs> Priscilla over the holiday too. Oh yeah, that's what Man, I kept. Jake- uh, Gideon knows Woo! none of our references, you guys, and it's very hard because I kept being like, Gideon was like looking up everybody's, you know, what they were in, and he was like, oh, this guy, he played Elvis, and I was like, was he the Elvis who forgot that he wasn't Elvis? And Gideon was like, what? And I was like, you know, one of the Elvises. <laughs> yeah. Austin- used to be like Elvis and then one of the Elvises got so much like Elvis he couldn't stop being Elvis and Gideon was like I don't know what you're talking about that's other Elvis it's Austin Butler okay right. yeah Yeah. but Jacob Elordi is the other Elvis that like he straight up I think he said he said something along the lines of like yeah I didn't go that far but like I did eat like six pounds of bacon oh he's the bacon guy we talked about it on here yes okay all right. he's the big well because I do want to kiss him I don't want to kiss the little guy from Saltburn but Barry Keoghan is so amazing 
crazy. And recently, the Elvis from Elvis said, I am I know, I know. Get out of here, Elvis. <laughs> He's still Elvis. He hasn't Get stopped. Get out of here. <laughs> Um, Jacob Elordi was great, and I between that and Euphoria, like Jacob Elordi is so good. Yeah, he's just so good, and like that's the crazy thing too, because Barry Keoghan is is what an amazing character actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to watch him go head to head with like this hot, also amazing actor, man, Saltburn. I understand if it's not for you. Don't get me wrong. If you watch it, what the fuck is wrong with these people? I get it. It's a weird movie, but it's so for me. I mean, I think it's got everything that we like here at page seven, which is just like a budding queer romance, Mm -hmm. you know, a creepy family and like beautiful scenery. What's not to like? Also, loads uh, and loads and like definitely loads. (laughs) And I watched it in a movie theater like the second day after it came out. And so I didn't know anything about it. We went to go see it blind just because I love Barry Keoghan and Jacob Lordy. So I was like, ah, fuck it. Let's just go see it. And the whole theater together was just like, what? Yeah. Like a loud reacting to the movie. Great. It was so great. Yeah. Do, pe- do people think it's good or do people think it's bad? I think people like it. I think that you either yeah. love it or you hate yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's divisive. Okay. Yeah. For sure. It's, okay. definitely, it's definitely you divisive. love it or you hate it. Because like I, I was reading this interview um, by Sophie Ellis Baxter, uh, Baxter, who sings Murder on the Dance Floor. And she saw the movie with her mother and her 19 year old son. And she's like, I'm just sitting there looking over at my son and my Ooh, mother. Yeah. Just being like, well, my song is in it. <laughs> I was gonna say, I bet she has to fucking love it, honestly, at the end of the day, because that got her song on from the like top two thousand and seven back on the top of the charts. That's from two thousand and one, yeah. And it and like it was big then, but like not as big as it is now. Yeah. Which guffaw. Nice. I didn't I didn't, hadn't really heard of her very much, so it made me want to like go listen to her albums. Yes, man. Yeah. Yes, man. <laughs> yes, yes. I say I guess I'm saying yes for the rest of the day. What are you guys gonna make me? Me do. Put out an Ariana Grande single. Ew. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna put it on. It's what called Yes And, and it's coming out soon. Yeah, I said Yes Man. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying Yes And, and you'd be dead to I me. I think that you're just that. so, maybe you're becoming an Arianator. Ariana, is that what you're gonna do after you steal, uh, if you take this, you didn't do anything or whatever, but maybe you, this, you got with this guy who you knew had a pregnant wife with an infant or whatever. <laughs> Stop yelling at Ariana. Pregnant single is going to be yes and dot 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 Don't yell at Ariana. I'm, you can't. Bad taste. You're bringing Sponge too much Bob. anger energy into me staring at this picture of Jeremy Ellen White just like holding down his underpants. This is just, I can't. More like Spongebob Squarepants, Ariana. I'm looking We're like, at you. Not you, but I'm looking at Ariana. You're looking at me. Well, I know, but I'm thinking about Ariana. <laughs> you're looking at me, thinking about Ariana with hate in your eyes? Say, I'm not looking at you while looking directly at you. <laughs> right at me. <laughs> but my mind's eye is seeing this person. I have words I can use, right? Yeah. Because she's tried to steal my whole fan base from, yeah. from under my fucking nose. And interesting, like you're not else. upset at the Brendanators. Brendanators, you're not as upset with Brenda Lee, Ariana, but can go to hell? What? What is? Who is Brenda Lee? Remember Rocking Around, around, the, around Christmas the Christmas tree, tree? And she calls her fans Brendanators. Is she alive? I think she's, she's 79. How dare you? We just she's, talked we just about, about her. Lunch. She's, she's barely alive, but she's hanging old, on. Bros. I'm not going to get mad at a 79-year-old any 
anybody. She was finally able to get to the top, the number one, all right? <laughs> Give it to her. Well, now she now she's number two in my fucking book. What, do you just make her dookie, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Leave your dookies out of this. <laughs> While no one knows what tomorrow may bring, Bridgestone is working toward a more positive outlook. With innovations like developing a tire using 75% recycled and renewable materials. It's just one of the many ways Bridgestone is making a difference today, for generations to come. Because that's what really matters. Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Visit whatreallymatters.com to learn more. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. <laughs> what are we even to? All right, I get it. He made you, this guy screwed up all your marbles, and now you can't stop looking at him, and now we're talking about Brendanators. I just don't care days. about Calvin Klein ads at all, but this happens to be a good one. Yeah. It is. He's sexy. He's, he's a fun. Who are you most lust-filled for uh, between him and the Saltburn guys? Oh, you have to choose one. Question. The other ones you no, have to execute. The no. other ones have to get publicly executed. Good <laughs> and the other one has, gives you Wow, it's not lust. fuck, very kill. It's just execute two. <laughs> execute to very well. receive the lust of the third. Wow. Well, it's not fair because I'm staring at the picture of right, Jeremy Allen of White. And I feel you like that's yeah. Oh, that's hard because here's the thing. I want to see what Barry Keoghan does. Yeah. In the future. Well, can I sing you a little fucking ditty that goes like this? Bet on it, bet on it, <laughs> I bet will on bet, it, bet on it. I will bet on it. High School Are, Musical 2, ever heard of it? No, but you could be talking about Iron Claw, which Jeremy oh. Allen White and Zac Efron are in together, yes. which I also did see Wow, you already holidays. saw it. Romance. Yeah, I already saw it. saw it. What do you think? Very sad. Oh, so was, very it, sad. was it sexy? It is... Nay, <laughs> says the nay. sexy horse. Nothing there. Yeah, it's a bit nay. <laughs> I guess that does a horse purr. I don't know anything about horses except that they're big and their hooves scare me. It's good to be back. Uh, yeah, it's good to be back. <laughs> I guess I'm going to... This is hard, but yeah. I think for the good of the people, right. I'm going to choose Barry Keoghan. Wow. Two, for lust? Yeah, for the lust. Right. I'm going to choose him for the lust, for, for the good of the You're people. doing it for the good of the people, not yeah. because of that crazy thing he's got wow. swinging around. And, you know, I feel like, uh, you know, character actors, they probably give it better. They, oh, are you making a Joe Coy uh -oh. joke? <laughs> no, and listen, no. also Joe Coy made a joke about uh, Barry Keoghan's hog, um, which I saw before finishing Saltburn. And now I can see- Oh, it's you a, saw the joke before the hog? I saw the joke before the hog. And it's a Never fine hog. Never seen the joke before the hog. It's a <laughs> great hog. I'm just, I thought that it would be like a, your hog precedes you. But I think it was just because there was any, any, any film with a hog. Any is exciting. hog. I mean, yeah. it's, but it's a hog. It's not it's a, a good And it's his hog. Yeah, and it's really his. <laughs> it is his hog. Yeah. No, it was a good, I'm not, I'm not complaining Nay. about the hog. But if I'm choosing a hog <laughs> to get lust from, it's going to be, I was going to say Jacob Elordi, but he's, he's 26, which is a fine age to get lust from, but 
but Jeremy Allen White is 31, and so I have to go for the 31-year-old. And right, obviously, we go. know his hog is fine, too, from the Calvin well, Klein ads. Yeah, Two you know great men were executed this day, <laughs> and that is I sad. think only Jacob Elordi Yeah. Good and this is, That's a difficult decision for us to make, and I hope you know what you just did to us, Holden. I did. Yeah. That Look is at hard. what I made you do. Because he looks like Gene Wilder, and it's very difficult to forego. Ugh. Not Jacob Elordi so looks sad. like Gene Wilder, but uh, Jeremy Allen. No, White, Jeremy Allen. So. I'm sorry, I'm staring at the picture. You're still looking at his hog. That's why you can't think straight. It's a cha It's a very good men. picture. It's for art. You're confusing men at this point. It's, I did this when we were doing Akatar last week as well because I was talking about Jeremy Allen White and Natalie couldn't remember who he was, so I pulled up this picture of him pulling down his underwear and showing his his side V, <laughs> and Natalie was like, "Will you put it away?" <laughs> we just because sometimes I like to pull up, you know, an almost porn esque pictures mm-hmm. while we're recording Akatar sometimes just to get it, just yum, to yum. keep it in the can or to let it out. And into the can. What? Depends on the day. Is this a lead into a different article? <laughs> um, kind of. I because I was thinking about into cans when it came to Jeremy Allen White and Zach Efron's relationship. <laughs> I do think it's uncomfortable that in this article what? about two sexy grown men that they use a picture of Zach Efron from when he was like 14 yeah, years old weird. for some reason. Because current Zach Efron, as we have discussed several times on this show, looks nothing like former Zach Efron, no. which we are p- fairly sure is. Uh, by his own design, because if you had to be in high school musical too with that marble, haircut, MJ. I yeah. know he was running and he slipped out the socks and he fell on the marble. <laughs> or, or did he decide that he didn't want to be haunted? By the teen character that he played and became so synonymous with that he would rather give himself a whole new face. I think he obviously chose a new face. Yeah, there's a ghost in his house. house. (laughs) I I, I think he definitely, what what a good transition from child to man actor. That is tough to pull off. And he pulled it off. In terms of his movies. You and mean. his look. Not in terms of his face. And with, you think so? I think his face looks a little uncanny now. Interesting. I would say. Oh. He had to have it reframed. Yeah, reframe it. You got the money. It's like he, It's like he whatever, slipped on the socks. Right. And then they like gave him a catalog of faces. Uh-huh. And they were like, choose any face. And he just chose one. But the it's like, I just went to Warby Parker yesterday to get glasses. Ooh. And there's narrow, <laughs> there's narrow medium, and wide. <laughs> and I feel, <laughs> ooh, glasses. That's like my mom describes unfun thing as fun. Oh, fun. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to liven it. I was trying to give, you know, I it's fun, it, it's fun to go out and, and treat yourself. Nay. What are you still thinking about that sexy, sexy horse? Sexy horse has got me, my juices flowing a little bit. I just think that Zac Efron accidentally chose a face that was a little too wide for him. You know, yeah. it's a wide frame. I think right. it's, yeah, I think it's it's a jaw thing. But it also, I will say, makes a lot of sense in Iron Claw because he does play, they play wrestlers, so they get hit in the face a lot. There you go. So it also, it really works for Iron Claw. And as someone, that was another movie that I went into it. I remember I sat down, Jeff looked over me and he's like, do you know anything about like this wrestling family? I was like, no. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and then um, I found out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, is sad and I didn't know it was going to be sad because I got real zooted and tooted in the middle of the day and then I'm just crying and upset um, and apparently, because Jeff has like read into this wrestler because he knows the, some history of some wrestlers, shock, another shock over here. And um, he was explaining to me that it's actually even more sad than the movie showed. They just kept some of it out because it got 
too sad. Wow. Go. It's a sad one. And they, they no. that is a bit misleading. I feel like so many women, not to use the phrase we've used too many times already in this episode, but so many women were wanting to receive lust in watching that movie. All the pictures oh, yeah. are them looking all strapped oh, and muscular. Oh, yeah, and they're all hot, yeah. dude. They're just like all bro wrestlers, of, and they love their brothers so much. Oh. I mean, so how much would you say it's like Magic Mike? <laughs> in terms of lust? <laughs> I don't know. The last Magic Mike has that really long. I think it was that. No, it was a not Selma Hayek. Now you're thinking of Irreversible. No, I'm not thinking of Irreversible. Oh my god! Uh, very different movie. And uh, no, I'm thinking of the newest Magic Mike because there's like a full like 15 minute Mike Magic Mike's last dance. With, it is Selma Hayek. That it's just like two of them grinding yeah. on each other. That like I went to go see that movie with some of my bitch friends, and we were all like, <laughs> "You're a bunch of animals." Um, but You're a bunch no, of fucking animals. Uh, Iron Claw was not sexy. Well, at all. I think people definitely want us to comment on it. So I wanted to just. Real quickly, say the, what are you trying to say? Are you uh, trying to say we're talking about the wrong things <laughs> no, right I now? Think we're definitely talking about the right things. We're saying those names out loud over and over again, and that is making our ratings go up just more and more and more yeah, as they continue. Everyone to, agrees with us. Yeah, as they continue to Google image search abs on these guys, essentially. You're welcome. I love it. You're welcome, everybody. No, no, no. Going back to Joe Coy's speech, uh, I, I think my main thing I have to say about it. Or his mom. We're talking about the Golden Globes. Golden Globes was the presenter at the Golden Globes. We're rusty here, okay, people? I'm screaming over Jackie. We're going to get better at it. It's 2024. But I will say this about his performance speech. What will you say? It was bad. <laughs> but it I'll also bad. say this. I'd probably be defending him a lot more right now. If um, he didn't throw his own writers under the bus, yeah, yeah. throw your own writers under, under the, the bus, bus dog. And, and, and multiple times. I mean, it was a ten-minute opening monologue, which a way too long. But that's not his fault. That's uh, it's, uh, they're always too long. Yeah. But like. He repeatedly, he mentioned how bad his jokes were and how the ones he wrote were good and the ones the writers wrote were bad in this 10 minute speech, probably eight times. It is, he, it was, you know, people have other grievances with the opening monologue, but just from a performance standpoint, he was flailing. It was uncomfortable to watch just because he clearly, he just, he started, he was bombing. And then rather than just being like, I'm going to power through because I'm a professional fucking performer. He just turned on his own writers and started blaming them. And it didn't work because any, if you've ever seen a standup show, if someone's bombing and they try to blame someone else, it never Never works. works. The audience is smarter than that. Even, even the people at the Golden Globes, you know, they're performers too. They know what's happening. And so it was so awkward. It was like one of the more awkward hosting Openers that I think I remember ever seeing. Yes, he visibly flailed uh, for <laughs> 10 straight minutes. Yeah. And he did say, yo, I got the gig 10 days ago. What do you want? A perfect monologue? Shut up. Yeah, buddy. Which is just, oh, just step up. Yeah, he, stop. right. That's the other thing. Another thing, if you've ever been to any stand up show, once the, uh, once the performer turns on the audience and starts yes. yelling at the audience, then you're going to want to. You're gonna want to go get a drink. Slowly back. It's not, out we're of not the coming room. back. Or yeah. pull a camera out, depending on the type of person you are. Because that's the thing. <laughs> Two, he is right. Like he didn't get like a lot of people turned down yes. this job. Nobody fucking wanted it. <laughs> he just took the job. Like I, I get that he's under a lot of stress, mm-hmm. but it just was a rough look. 
I understand the feeling of wanting to do that. I, I get that. But especially after this year with all the strikes and everything, to throw the writers under the bus yes. right now point, is not also well, not the time. Good couple point, things, Jackie. couple things on this as well. Uh, 10 days I do think is actually enough time. Um, I know it's it's not a, a ton. It's, it's not like maybe ideal, but it's enough time, I, I in my opinion. Yeah. And second of all, if you're throwing your writers on the bus, it's just a testament to the fact that you don't you hire good people or you don't have good people that want to work for you. Yeah. Or if did that, you not that, review if, the if jokes? See, like if you if you want us to see it like that, I don't see it like that. I'm sure those. I'm sure if he had sold the jokes better, if he was better at f- deciding what jokes should be in it and what jokes should go, or if he felt more confident. Like, yeah, that was a thing. A lack of confidence. A hundred percent. Many of the totally. jokes were were. I mean, the jokes weren't great, but they were fine enough. They were fine. They were fine. But he was panicking. Yes, he yes. was so obviously panicking. And the minute he tried, it was really like it. It was bringing me back, like because it's yeah. like the minute you try a joke. And it doesn't work. And then what you 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 have two paths lay in front of you. You can either be like, okay, that didn't work, but I'm going to pretend that everything is fine and we're going to keep going. Or you can lean into how it didn't work, start talking about how it didn't work, start talking about how they don't get it, and then you really have taken the wrong path and there's no coming back. And he, it was totally not the joke's fault. It was a hundred percent his fault. Yeah, I I still think you know I'm in the camp where I'm usually going to kind of side a little more with the comedian in the sense of like I do think award show should have like an MC generally like someone who's used to hosting like a stand-up comedian however um through the writers under the bus bro yeah you're dead to me man yeah and you went after my girl sort of <laughs> and mj thinks that her that... reaction was a bit and i just wonder if it was just her so you are talking about this joke which uh, the joke was the big difference between the golden globes and the nfl on the golden globes fewer camera shots of taylor swift and then it cuts taylor swift whose lips could not have been made more terse yeah. and pert and then she takes a very long cold angry looking (laughs) sip of her champagne. Okay. Right. So here's what I think. First of all, it's a fine joke. Like Taylor people are like, some people are being like, he targeted her, which it's whatever. It's a completely fine joke. She's fair game. I I think it's not a good joke. No, it's not. I'm not saying it's a funny joke, but for the way that award show jokes work, it's like, yeah, Oh, they're always cutting to her at NFL. We're going to do that. Whatever. It's fine. Right. It's fine. Like, I don't find it to be like malicious towards her. Right. So, but he, first of all, kind of flubbed the delivery. He stumbled over one of the words. And so it already was delivered. And this is already after he's like drowning without a life preserver. So he <laughs> delivers the joke and it it doesn't really land that well. And it was a little bit hard to understand at first because he kind of tripped over one of the words. And then it cuts to her and she has a very, very deadpan face. But the joke is, yeah, oh, we'll have less cutaways to her. Of course, A, of course she knows the camera's going to cut to her. But also, it was kind of a like difficultly delivered joke, so it, there may have been a bit of delayed processing. But of course, she knows the camera's going to cut to her, and I think it's a bit the camera's going to cut to her. It's, this is a little joke about Taylor Swift. I think she's doing a bit of like, oh me, it, I'm, I'm cheeky. Put, I'm cheek. I'm putting a little bitchy face on as a bit. She performs constantly. She knows how to do a little bit, a little joke in response to a little joke. Uh-huh. I just think that the idea that she just suddenly forgot she's a public figure and showed how hurt she was by this totally fine joke. I don't think that's what happened. Think I think she bit? was doing a little bit. I, I think that she definitely d- did it on purpose. I don't know if it was a, a bit as much as it was her. One, one theory that I, 
if you put it in context that that joke wasn't very offensive, but that she might have taken umbrance with the Barbie joke that was like right before. Maybe she was already mad. Boobs comment. Yeah. And maybe that was the. And then it was like, oh, you know, keep your motherfucking my name (laughs) out of your foot. You know what I mean? She was doing that. Right after that. Yes. That's, think, yeah, Jackie? that's fair. Right. It was already, because this happened six or seven minutes into an already difficult monologue. Yes. So the fact that she's not smiling makes sense. But sorry, I want to hear your opinion, Jackie. No, I, I think that they're both really good opinions, guys. Um, I will say I did not um, <laughs> I did not think about this at all. It's an election and, year. Um, election I'm glad year. that we're dissecting her face. <laughs> and I think that, um, I, think it, I think it was it was tight. both pert and terse, yeah, it was but tight. I think that she was also doing a bit. So All yes, right, I'm taking, wow. Yeah. yeah, I think it was the bit. Slippery bit. like an eel, Jackie. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> I didn't know where that was going. That was all over the place. I was like reading a speech book. You know what I mean? It was just this. Real Barry Keoghan move over here. Yeah, manipulating yeah, all of us. Thank you. Oh, my God. I'm being a bit of the killing of a sacred deer over here, Uh-oh. which again, if you haven't seen Barry Keoghan and killing of a sacred deer, you've got his dick is not in that one. Right. Um, for I believe he is a minor. Okay. So um, <laughs> it, it, I, I'm fairly sure, That's or at least close reason. to it. I, I mean, with Barry Keoghan, you never know. You never know. You never know what you're gonna get. Say his name real well, though. I'll tell you. Thank that you. Much. I had to look it up. I'm glad you I did. I looked it up to make sure that I said it properly. I'm, I'm glad you did because we, you, you know, Holden and I weren't gonna know. Oh, I would have been saying Gary Keoghan. We kept saying Keoghan. But it's not that. Hugan! It's not that. <laughs> um, how do you feel about the fact that they essentially created a an award for Barbie, the Cinematic <laughs> and Box Office Achievement Award <laughs> that was given to Barbie that's literally just like, I mean, you killed it, so have this award. Yeah, it's like, thank you for making a movie when everyone was on strike yeah. and everybody liked the movie award. Yeah, thanks for like saving this year. Saving I mean, the if movies. there was no Barbie, Oppenheimer would not have been like, the savior of the theater. Well, um, you think it's like they couldn't do any, you know, promotion of anything. Mm-hmm. And what a, a smart way of doing a grassroots campaign of like a competition between mm-hmm. like it was the smartest PR move. Honestly, it should be a PR award more than anything of like mm-hmm. it was the smartest PR move I think we have ever seen. Yeah. Were there other movies up for it or was it literally just like a lifetime Eras. achievement award? Eras was was also for the, the cinematic okay. achievement. Yeah. So it's literally just like well, one of these bitches saved the box office. So, <laughs> Beyonce too. Beyonce's thank in you, there. bitches. Yeah, thank you, bitches. Award. Yeah, that'd be great if it was called. Yeah, the they thank should you call it the Thank award. You Bitches Award. <laughs> I would love a Thank You Bitches Award. Oh, like so I good. was the head bitch this one time. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my award. All right. And one of those. I actually thought that it was really cute <laughs> that Killian Murphy went up to do his Golden Globe speech. He had lipstick all over his nose because his wife had kissed his face and she was trying to rub it off of his face before he just went up to worse. And he, she just made it worse. And it was very, very cute. And he's just like, I have lipstick on my nose. And all, the whole audience went, yes. And he's like, oh, <laughs> fuck it. I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> and um, I love Killian Murphy so I know. much. I know. I, 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 I now really like him is I would have definitely assumed he would be like very Daniel Day Lewis on a movie set or whatever. Was this in the articles you sent me or did I just see this? No, on the the, it was also in the articles that I right? said. Yes. And he, that he's a he he likes to keep it light and breezy on a film set. Actually made me like Christopher Nolan more too because I would just assume again he would be the most hard ass 
person to work with as a director. But if Kelly Murphy's saying this and they have such a collaborative process together, he's in like all of his movies, that I have to believe that it, this Nolan sets are actually kind of pleasant and nice and enjoyable. Honestly, it makes me sloosh my gooch Ooh. because I'm just thinking about Killian Murphy like having a laugh on the set of Peke Blonas. And that is, oh, I want to see all those boys kiss yeah. and I want to see them laughing and smoking their cigarettes. <laughs> so, Ooh, because he yes. says he likes like a light vibe on set, you think there's just so much frivolity. Yeah, it's not only frivolity on the Peaky Blinders set. He said, I don't want to be miserable. I can't stay in the darkness that long <laughs> and it's like the anti it's like the opposite of Jeremy Strong who yes. I also slouch for but uh right. But like every how everyone on Succession was like, oh, this fucking guy won't stop being Kendall Roy all the time. Yeah. And Killian Murphy is just like, we keep it fun. And yeah. it makes me want to kiss. It makes man, this is a horny episode for me you, today. I'm, like, it's not I'm a snail sorry. Trail in here. It's a snail highway. It's well, it's my snail mucin. Please, I put it on my face. Thank you. <laughs> oh yes, my, my face God, is very soft. Is. That's why there's this snail trail. In Maybe that's what it is. Is the snail mucin <laughs> making me hornier? <laughs> Is, I don't need that. Aphrodisiac. I know. You need to ban aphrodisiacs from your house. Get those clams away from me. <laughs> I'm shucking them. I'm gulping them. Get that, get that sexy horse out of here. Nay. <laughs> I won't. Um, love Killian Murphy, though. Even though Oppenheimer, for me, was a bit of a Sloppenheimer. But that's fine. I know that I'm not like the other girls. While no one knows what tomorrow may bring, Bridgestone is working toward a more positive outlook. With innovations like developing a tire using 75% recycled and renewable materials. It's just one of the many ways Bridgestone is making a difference today, for generations to come. Because that's what really matters. Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Visit whatreallymatters.com to learn more. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Well, maybe you are like the other Peloton bike uh, teachers. Oh, thank you. It, it This is so funny. Christopher Nolan. I can't imagine Christopher Nolan on a Peloton, to be fair. Yeah. Um, but just imagining Christopher Nolan on a Peloton and one of the like in one of the classes, because you know how you can like stream the classes. In one of the classes, the instructor made a joke about. Oppenheimer. Tenet. He no, says, it was Tenet. I think it oh, was Tenet. 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 Yes. It was the second he started complaining about it because that movie's fucking trash. <laughs> I was on my Peloton. I'm dying. And the instructor started talking about one of my films and said, did anyone see this? That's a couple of hours of my life. I'll never get back again. And then Christopher Nolan said, when film critic Rex Reed takes a shit on your film, he doesn't ask you to work out. 
In today's world, where opinions are everywhere, there is a sort of idea that film criticism is being democratized. But I, for one, think the critical appreciation of films shouldn't be an instinct, but it should be a profession. This is okay, so funny. Is, yes, he said the story. Okay. He said the story about the Peloton person who made one reference. This was one time one. in 2020, and he's telling this story like recently at a film critic award thing, and he's talking telling. The story in the context of being like film critics have such an important job we love a professional film critic what we don't love is everybody sounding off everywhere about my movies like this one peloton guy and then people found it and it was from december of 2020 and i just think it's so it reminded me immediately of how hilaria reads all of the reddit posts uh, about her yeah and it's just like of course it's so even christopher nolan and you know this this happens I, I feel like in many ways the stories of the last 10 years have been like actors, comedians, famous people, um authors, directors being like I can hear way too many people's opinions about my work and I actually don't want to hear what everybody thinks about my work right. which makes total sense. And I I I have some sympathy for what Nolan is saying in terms of like everyone's a critic and sure, now sure, every sure. critic has a mouthpiece or whatever. But I do think it's just so funny that you're Christopher fucking Nolan man you are still hung up on the fact that one Peloton instructor made fun of like a movie that they didn't even name. They just said one of your I movies. I knew it was hitting right out the gate and I'm, so I'm jumping on the pile right now. That Jump movie objectively, it. It objectively sucks ass. I'm well, you better it. hope Christopher Nolan's not listening because he's going to reference you Please. four years yeah, from now. Yeah, he's going to be really about upset. how you were mean to him. It, that movie, everybody reads the comments. That this is the moral of the story. So up its own ass. I've never had. That was the first movie I got to see back out of pandemic. And I still had the worst movie theater experience I've ever had watching it. It had nothing to do with anyone else in the theater. It was abrasive. The sound mixing. It made me never want to see a Christopher Nolan movie in the theater again. I'm yeah. I still plan on it seeing it. It makes you feel trapped. You I was I had I've never done this before. I kept coming up with excuses to leave the theater so I could like text Lexi and stuff. I was so uncomfortable in the theater because of how obnoxious the sound mixing was and the whole thing made no sense and it was so obnoxious and it was like, it's a man's movie for men, man. And I thought it was bad and dumb. Objectively, not subjectively, bad for everyone, not a debate. Go on. Bad for everyone. <laughs> and, and I see almost every movie in the theater, and I um, still couldn't yeah. see that movie. You also said the sound mixing is weird in Oppenheimer, it too, is. isn't it? Is this it like is. his thing? I hate his sound mixing. I now I can't watch his movies without subtitles now. That, Period. Well, and that's what I was saying about Oppenheimer, that it, it moves so quickly and I had no idea who any of the characters were, and the sound mixing was so bad that, like, I kept being like, wait, who's that? Like, I had to ask Jeff, like, I'd become my mother. Like, I was like, wait, who is this person? Right. Why is he doing this? I understand the bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, what about everything else? Um, I also get the irony that we're doing exactly what he was complaining about. Yeah. By not being, like, skilled film critics and just sitting here and just popping off of the mouth on our fucking podcast. Well, if you're going to be a snooty booth, this is what you fucking get. I hate and again, I, Barbie rules. Totally. I, and I, I get it. Like I, it yeah, would be very frustrating. <laughs> 
it would be very frustrating to just see everybody making fun of your work all the time, <laughs> constantly, you know, of course. Right. But like, I'm sorry, buddy, the, like the world has changed and film critics aren't the only one who can talk about movies anymore. And it, what, is that good or bad? I don't know. Pro- but the, you now Peloton people can make fun of your movies. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and you're never going to forget people? it. People can make fun of your movies. Men can storm a building. The whole thing has changed. Okay. Everything's changing, Christopher. Well, what did you do on the anniversary? I, I, I stormed a Pizza Hut Taco Bell. Wow. Yeah. Did you got, get a, a stuffed crust? Yes, and some fajitas. Wow. Yeah. Your belly must have hurt. This is what Oof. happens. There's a ghost in your house. Well, that's if you're good on January 6th, you have to do something where you suffer the consequences of it. Immediately. Through poor, yeah. through poor oh, thinking. Oh, you should have told me that. <laughs> so, I would have done something yeah. to celebrate. My way of sabotaging myself was dietarily. Uh, <laughs> and that, <laughs> and I, I get posted it. pictures online. It was great. I get it. <laughs> All right. I think it's time for that celebrity conspiracy. The first one of 2024. Hit me with the share. Do, Do you believe it? it? Did Timothy Chalamet spread chlamydia to half of NYU? Whoa. Ooh. We didn't even talk about yes. how he wouldn't stop kissing. Kylie Jenner. I hate Man, love. they actually looked really cute. It was I cute. Mean, I, you were like a close cute. talking to each other. It was actually like, cute. I thought we, I felt, I felt almost uncomfortable seeing that moment because I was like, oh, that's like a genuine moment between yeah. them and I feel weird watching it. Yeah, no, it go. is cute. Now, I was thinking it must be hard to- feel every time I'm with you and Jeff. <laughs> well, we love each other, okay? <laughs> and kidding. it's different. I love your love. I'm Thank kidding. you. It would be hard to constantly be, I was thinking about this also with the Taylor and Selena moment Ugh. of being like, Man, you can't even be out and whisper to a friend without getting photographed. You can't even kiss your pretty little elf boy boyfriend without getting photographed, you know? They got the lip readers, and I'm always so curious what the lip readers say on Twitter every time a little moment like that happens now. They're so good at it. Well, everyone thought that Selena was saying that Timothy wouldn't take a picture with her, but she didn't even go up to him at all, so it couldn't have been that. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah, that was the whole thing, was that she asked Timothy for a picture, and Kylie is her name, said no. And they were gossing about that. That was the but. theory, but I but but sources confirmed she never approached him. So it must have been something go. else. But I wonder what it was. Taylor well, was like, what it was. <gasps> "Oh my god!" Timothy definitely approached Kyle with some of that chlamydia. <laughs> this one comes in uh, from Andrew, who writes, "Holden, I don't know if this is technically a conspiracy, but sending it because I think it's really funny and thought it was fitting with Wonka coming out this weekend. It was a little while ago. He wrote that. If you just Google Timothy Shall." chlamydia so many articles come up it's crazy andrew proceeds to link to a live journal article and one from suggest.com this is a, a quote from suggest his busy schedule probably explains his short stint as a college student after a year at columbia university chalamet dropped out he then resurfaced for a semester or two at new york university in 2015-2016 but during this time his time at nyu the buzz on campus was not about his acting skills an unsavory rumor about chalamet starting a chlamydia outbreak had some students wondering if they should make a beeline for the health center Many point to a tweet from Grayson, a a user named Grayson, in 2018, which started the rumor, and it reads, Mutual friend got chlamydia from Timothy Chalamet. Pass it on. (laughs) Then, two years later, the rumor resurges with a tweet from Jonathan that read, The whole Timothy Chalamet spread chlamydia at NYU thing is crazy because it, in all caps, actually happened. (laughs) 
He fucked like it, in all caps, rabbit. Whoa. <laughs> Too many people I know can attest to knowing someone who knows someone who got chlamydia from Oscar-nominated actor Timothy Chalamet, and that, and that sends me. Whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. Hold on reading tweets Whoa. is like a whole podcast I would listen to. <laughs> like pop culture tweets. Others spoke out to also confirm said rumor, and so I bestow it upon you. Do you believe? Wow. <laughs> and does it sin? I just have to say that as a person raising my children in New York City, I really feel like I have to direct them away from NYU. Yeah, oh, like yeah. First and foremost, because of the prohibitive cost, <laughs> but also every fucking famous hot guy is there on a scale of, you know, predator to innocuous accidental chlamydia spread. Yeah. Um, so it just seems like a place you got to stay away from. <sighs> yeah, those hot actors are always going to be chasing your kids uh, around the school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Damn. They're going to CUNY. <laughs> well, that and also, like, I feel like the rumors you hear about NYU where, where they're like, that, like, there's so many, talk about ghosts in the house yeah. that they have to, like, nail all the windows shut and stuff like that. Oh, there really are ghosts? In the house. <laughs> wait, wait, they say there's ghosts. Wait, I thought you were talking about <laughs> STDs. Yeah. You're saying it's just a very haunted camp. It's haunted. Really? But also, I bet the ghosts could be STDs as well. And you should probably keep your mouth and your holes closed. <laughs> Who knows? I have to write Band of Horses and ask Are you singing about actual ghosts or are you singing about the STD epidemic at NYU? Yeah. Because it could double meanings. I no feel. way it could be grief or anything like nah. that. No, 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 no. There's no way. There's a ghost in your house. Band of horses. Um, I believe. And are they really horses? And are any of them sexy? Nay. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are we talking about? Um, I wait, MJ. Do you believe? <laughs> yes, I believe. Of course, he gave everybody chlamydia. Thank he God. Chlamydia. It, 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 he, I mean, honestly, it's one of the better things that a famous man did at NYU. Does so it send you? Does it send? It you? sends me. Yes, that's what. That's how we should vote from now on. Not I believe, yeah. but does it send you or does it not send you? Yeah, I guess I'm sent. I guess I have send. been you sent. I guess smart. I have postage. Yeah. yeah, I got postage. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess it's time for the list. Oh. Who's on the list? Me. Jack Gay. Gotta, gotta have, have that, that list. list. Outlandish demands. Celebs made behind the scenes. Now, we know that Daniel Day-Lewis required everyone to call him Abraham Lincoln, but also apparently <laughs> Day-Lewis forbade any members of the cast and crew of Lincoln from using their natural British accents uh. as to not taint his vocal performance. And um, I do, it's things like this that really makes me uh, roll my eyes. Yeah. That's that's a little, come on. Especially because that movie is, I mean, I need to just shit on everybody. What movie. are you talking about? That movie is <laughs> Sonoro. It should be called like giving a speech is what that movie should be called. It was so boring. Yeah. Put me in a grave. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln a, gives a speech. Two and a half hours of speeches. Ugh. Well, Weird Al Yankovic, this uh, this is kind of fun, but it makes sense why he would stop for a long time. Weird Al requested a fresh Hawaiian shirt from every venue he performed at. He took out that clause after collecting several hundred shirts. That's fun. What do you do with them after a while, though? Yeah. Where do you put them? Yeah. You can only have so much. They say that Daniel Day-Lewis, in preparation for the role of Lincoln, he uh, lived with uh, Dobby from the Harry Potter franchise for two months. Oh, so did anyone give him a sock? Talk like this. 
That makes a lot of sense. He had the big ears on. Actually, he would look very cute wearing a tea cozy. Oh, Everybody knows it's it. Me. It's me. If I have a link, does yeah. the elephant eat it? Take a double look. Well, you're going to have to ask Beyonce when she's in House of Gucci because yeah. Beyonce's dressing room has to be exactly 78 degrees. Like no Marcus. more, no less. That is Marcus. I think they replaced... Marcus's name with Beyonce. It was, that's <laughs> I mix them up all the time. All the time. All the time. Why are they such, I don't get that. That's too hot. I was going to say, I, I like so that. Hot. 78 degrees, degrees is perfect for me. I'm 10 degrees different. I want it 68. I want 68. Yeah. yeah I want it cold. I'm married to one of you people. Yeah, no, I don't like that. I'm glad that Beyonce likes it warm. Some, Some like, like it hot. hot. Some like it hot. Jake. Yes. <laughs> you get to talk for the rest of the podcast. Listen, say your name. Oh, MJ. Yeah, all right. I was about to Thank say. You. It is a show where people <laughs> listen to our voices, Holden. <laughs> now, this makes me think of something Holden would totally put in a writer. Jennifer Lopez doesn't like to be distracted by horrible colors. Mm. Her dressing room writer requests a white room, white flowers, white tables, white drapes, white candles, white couches, and tepid water. She does wear a lot of white. She does wear a lot of white. I just realized that. Uh, I uh, love that everything about her is both like somehow both so eye rolling and obnoxious and, and so endearing it. at the and same time. And I just time. love it. Yeah. Yeah. She really strikes that balance yeah. where it's like so many reasons why she should be annoying and then she just never is. Do you see the picture of her like kissing Ben Affleck and he has his phone up? And he's looking at his phone <laughs> while he's kissing. While they're kissing. It's the well, did you saw her <gasps> at so the Golden good. Globes on the red carpet? She was like, everybody stop talking about my how unhappy my husband is. He's fine. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, he has got a great life. I don't yeah. think Ben Affleck's actually sad. No, he just has resting sad face. He like, does. He is forlorn at all times, naturally. And it's just very Speaking funny. of Ben Affleck, Affleck grew up in Massachusetts as a massive Red Sox fan, enough so that he refused to wear a Yankees hat in the movie Gone Girl, which, I mean, it's a big rivalry, I understand, but I guess if it's a part of the character, can you imagine having the clout to be like, I shan't. I shan't wear the hat. It goes against my ballist team. Yeah. Ooh, but talk about Gone Girl. How about the hot, hot mom from fucking Saltburn yeah. who's also Ooh, Gone Girl. Oh, man. She wasn't Gone Girl. Rosamund Pike? Is that her name? Rosamund Pike? Yes. Yeah, yeah. You got it. Thank you. Apparently, she would, like, at the Golden Globe, she had this, like, big coverage on her face because I guess she got into, a, I think, a skiing accident. Oh, she boy. She had, like, a cut on her face. So she wore this, like, big, like, cover thing. She actually looked badass. I, uh... I've I've come to the conclusion sports fans are fucking weird and they're way weirder than like celebrity fans or video gamers or music people. Uh, they're weird. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Like tenant. Yeah, definitely. Especially the Red Sox and the Yankees. I mean, I grew up a Cubs fan. I know about sports rivalries, but like Red Sox and Yankees people will like actually hurt Kill. each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> physically hurt each other. Yeah, there's there's certain ballist fans that scare me when I find out that they're that kind of ballist fan. Yes. I'm like, how about we just I like I don't think I could be really good friends with someone that cares that much yes. uh, angrily about a a feuding team. I just feel like it's such a it's got to be exhausting, you know. Yeah, all this stuff that you have no control yeah, over. Yeah, no control you over. You should be like, I don't be upset. Mood. 
affecting your oh that was always the thing I talk about this all the time even being on a sports team and we'd be losing and I was the one person there being like we get orange slices it's a beautiful but doesn't doesn't video games make you upset when you lose Holden Uh, Street Fighter can but that's actually what I'm trying to overcome Mm -hmm. is not letting it affect my mood yeah and learning how to fail and how to get better. Because that's why I don't want to play video games because I'm like, I don't want to... We have been playing Mario Kart with the kids and it's been really fun. Nice. But I'm like, you know, I just don't want to get all worked up. You know, who who needs to get all worked up in the day? Not me. Yes. I agree. That's actually something I'm trying not to do and something that makes me sad when it, hap- when it happens, yeah. when I get really mad. And there's games I've had to quit playing on stream <laughs> because they're making me actually mad and I'm trying to avoid all of that. Yeah. You know, it's about being like being at, pe- at peace with one. Yeah. You know, I get that. Yeah. All right. I'll sing it. One love. <laughs> I was trying to pick the last. Let's get together. <laughs> part of the list. We're talking about Sean Connery because Sean Connery required that his name be 25% larger than any other cast members on any promotional material for Goldfinger. Honestly, he's 007. I, I'm fine with yeah, this. Yeah, that's fine. This doesn't, I, I think that's fine. I, I think it's again, funny to stipulate it. Again, but... I like that these kinds of eccentric, narcissistic decisions that are made, these are cute. Like, er, J-Lo is a cute, funny narcissist. Yes. You know what I mean? This is a bit of a funny one. Yeah. You know? And I'll go with you on that. That's why we like Mariah. That's why we love her. I yeah. love her. Because she's a deeply, deeply mar- narcissistic, but she does it in a funny way. Fun and it's not really hurting also, anyone else, uh, you know. I don't yeah. think that anyone. I mean, maybe it's hurting the other people whose names. Are I'd on say the, the people she and the people she works with. Oh, probably. Yeah, yes. No, yeah, I mean yeah, Sean yeah, Connery. Sean Connery put his name out. Yeah. yeah, but I would say, but that's better than trying to think you're God. But you're fucking inseminating every woman you meet, Nick. You True. I mean? yeah. yeah. All that business. But that was your list. Hey! That was the list. Yeah, that was the list, guys. Thank you, Jackie. You're welcome. All right, well, I think it might be time for me to stop a seeing with my peepers. Ooh. Okay. Okay, all right. I think I'm going blind. blind. I know. Oh, we, we can't, can't see them. This boy band that arguably has the most success with its members moving on to other things did a cruise ship thing and left two groupies from the cruise ship passed out on shore as the ship sailed away. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Are they alive? They might. Uh, in sync? No. Yeah, I was gonna say. Just name every like, boy band. Ooh, what Backstreet boy band had boys. success? Nope. One Direction. Nope. Ninety-eight degrees. Nope. No, oh, they're not. Nope. The none very, of them had success. No, none of them had success. Yeah. Um, LFO. Nope. Whoa. Um, Don't sleep on LFO. New Kids on the Block. Nailed it. Wow. You guys were focused a little too further on in the history. Yeah, they of the were boy pre-boy band. band before we. They, we didn't even have the term boy band when they were doing. But their, they were a boy. They, they were. The they class, were the first. Them and boy they were a boy yeah. band. Yes. Them and Menudo. Yeah, were the classic OG boy band. Yeah, and they did a cruise in 2009 after they reunited with more than 2,100 women, paying over a thousand dollars to attend the sold-out cruise experience. Damn. Could you imagine the fuck? 
talking about snail highways. Damn. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I bet they had like a like a, a goosh flume. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like that everyone would go down. Yeah. Hot tub. And even right, because even Yikes. by 2009, the people attending that cruise were probably well into their late twenties, at least. Yeah. Early thirties. And so they were probably like, let me live my youth again. You know, let yeah. me get rid of my kids for a week. There's yeah. cruising for a geriatric pregnancy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Really Ouch. going for it. <laughs> Listen, it's it's a medical term that encompasses every poor bastard over the age of 35 very who gets obnoxious, pregnant. Very obnoxious that they do that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, there you have it. Groupies Whoa. passed out, man. Ships sailing away, man. That, like that song would be very, very scary. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, just the idea of, of seeing a gi- your giant ship leaving. leave without you. <laughs> I, I don't get it. I'll never get it. I don't get the cruise thing. Give me White Lotus all day. That's what I want. I know. That's what I need. That's one of my dreams for 2024 is that I get to go to an all-inclusive resort at some point. Oh yes, where? I, I, I mean, I my kids don't have passports, but I would like to go to Dominican Republic. But I might have to find something that doesn't require a passport yet. Go to like the Virgin Islands, right? That doesn't require a passport. Probably, yeah. But I yeah. just want to all. I just want to. I want to not leave the premises. Yeah. You know, I yes. want to just walk around to different locations, yes. getting drinks at different locations. Exactly. And then you get so drunk that you go back to the original location, thinking it's a different location. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's my dream. Well, this is a dream. Uh, this feels like some kind of scary dream. This A-list actor who started off on Disney said he had a massive knife collection. He just left with a homeless person, then walked off. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> He's an A-list actor. He started on Disney. What? (laughs) Houseless dude gave him a big knife collection, just walked away. He's like, here's a bunch of knives. You know, that's so... Ryan Gosling. (laughs) Is it? Is it? Okay. More... uh, Here's your clue. Way more unhinged. Way more unhinged. Uh, the Jonas Brothers. Disney no. kids, though. Way more um, unhinged. Zac Efron, not unhinged, except for no. the sock incident. Oh, she's not um, A+. Plus. No, who's A-plus from Disney? His, I, his name's annoying. It's a he. Whoa, well, his name come on. is annoying. Yeah, I just keep thinking of all the the girls from Disney. Yeah, but... think of them guys. Oh, Shia LaBeouf. Yes. Whoa. Even Stevens. Oh, I forget about even Stevens. That's right. Even fucking Stevens. He also has intentions of becoming a deacon of the Catholic Church. Yeah, I saw that he got um, confirmed into the Catholic Church. There you go. He wants to be a deacon. Interesting. Yeah. More like demon. <laughs> I don't know if you can be a demon of the Catholic Church. I think they get rid of you. They're famously they anti-demon. They, the power of the Christ compels yeah. the demon to exit the church. Mm-hmm. They are the church who likes demons the least. Of yeah, all if anything, the arguably, they fucking hate the fuckers. But we love them here on Last Podcast Network. Yeah. <laughs> all right, last but not least, when the internet stops discussing this one named A-list actress for a few weeks... She then stops following everyone on Instagram, and then people will talk about her for hours and wonder why she did it. Such a thirst move. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. One that's named. not your comment. That's in the blind. Yes. Yeah. One such named. a thirst move. It is one such named. a thirst move was in the blind. Madonna. No. Good guess, though. Thirst move. Someone yeah, Madonna wishes she could be. Cher. Right I don't now. think Cher does this, does she? No. No, what is Madonna? I don't think want? Cher would care enough. But what does to Madonna do want more than anything? Not you to be, to be young. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so a young one named per- Adele, I mean, not Beyonce. 
it's I never think of her as young. I think because of that stupid song. I never think of Adele as young. Because of when we were young? Yeah. Because she sings about how she used to be young. Now Miley Cyrus too, and is also in that category. She's an old you, you, as well. You put them both <laughs> in the category of used to be young. Yeah, because they literally sing songs about not being young anymore. Well, then we anyway, also talk about our youngs. Youth. Yeah, but we're I want still to be young. young. I feel old. I'm not. I'd say I, this person is younger than me. I would say easily. Okay, so that's not Rihanna. Okay. Easily younger than you. Easily younger. And they're thirsty and they're wanting everyone to talk about them. It it girl, for sure. Big time. Zendaya. Yes. No, she's not she thirsty. She's younger than us? Yeah, she's younger than us. She's she like recently, late 20s. She recently, un- of course she's younger than us. She, yeah, she <laughs> yeah sorry, Jackie, but that's delusional. Yeah, Jackie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Jackie, she's you're 10 years younger. A little than sad, me. a little bit. She's 10 years younger than me, which means she's yeah. way younger <laughs> you. Uh, all right. We don't need to keep the, do the math on it. Yeah. She recently unfollowed Tom Holland and just absolutely everyone on Instagram in the new year. Can you believe it? I can't believe. What a thirst move. She's I don't think thirsty. she's thirsty at all. I know. She's it's like just, the picture of confidence. It's the blind. It's not me, guys. It's not me at all. And I can see again. Congratulations. She it right. It's in Bill's house and all that. No, yeah. Uh, what do you guys think? Is that mind-blowing? Can you believe she unfollowed everyone? This bitch. <sighs> no, just kidding. I love Does her. Does that mean she and Tom Holland broke up? No, she unfollowed everyone. She's being thirsty. Yeah, she, maybe she's, she's not being thirsty. Maybe she's doing trail. a digital cleanup. You know, sometimes people like to get their digital house in order. Digital, uh, digital cleanup. I'm very excited <laughs> about that tennis movie that's coming out yes. with her in it, though. Yeah, by the guy that um that also did call me by your name. Yes, right. I'm very excited for the tennis ball movie. Balls or something. Ball like that. me by my yeah, name. It's like sucking balls. Sucking yeah. balls. Yeah, nets and balls and sucking. <laughs> we should really be sucking on we balls should, with Sunday. Job at naming movies in Hollywood. We should really try to figure out how we could get that. One. Uh, I think someday in the future. Much better at it. Yeah, we got yeah. Abraham Lincoln a gives a speech. We got sucking <laughs> off balls with Sunday. Abraham Lincoln gives a speech for over two and a half hours. <laughs> Oh, and he talks like he Dobby. Talks like Dobby. <laughs> oh, I can do this all day. Oh. By the way, I could do that all day. What he did was not special. Make you the president of the United States, 2024, Holden McNeely. Oh. He's running. Get him in the running. And I got a wooden tooth. And you know, Holden might be tree. able to uh, to appeal to the elusive swing voter. The Gronky vote. The Gronky yeah, vote. It's coming. It's huge this year. Absolutely There's more Gronkies out there than you realize. Well, you yeah, know? They, and if well, they, they live all underground. They live underground. Right. Uh, obviously. Right. Uh, so we d- can't see them in the day and often at, not even at, in the night. Not <laughs> even in the night. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us today. Um, welcome back, Holden. Welcome back, MJ. Young. Yeah. You're not even singing the right song. Let me photograph you in this light. I love that song. Let me hear that song. No, that's different. Oh, God. Are we still current? Are we still young? The answer is no. And thank you guys so much for hanging out with us today. And we will be back next week. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at JackThatWorm. And you can come hang out with us uh, over on Jackie's Book Club on the Patreon. Every Monday we get another horny chapter. We are in the throngs of a soul to keep, and I am loving it. We've been in some spooky chapters recently, and uh, I'm having a blast with it. 
come hang out with us. Patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. Not only do you have the book reads, but in, and it looks like we got MJ joining us now for the leftovers uh, moving forward. So how exciting is that? You also get that every single week at the $5 layer. So please check it out. Patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. Check me out on twitch.tv forward slash hold nature's ho. Jackie and I do a stream every Friday over yes, there. Yes, we do. 6 p.m. ET called Check Up with the Holdies. Check us out on that. And MJ, I actually do need to, after this, book you for our watch along of Kid Nation on my, on my Monday watch along stream. Yes, please. We have to do that very soon. People will be I've been waiting for, for 15 years to talk yeah. about Kid Nation with someone. So it's, I'm so glad my time has come. I hear it's more upsetting trash. than you it's remember. It's very upsetting. It's truly it's, Oh, I remember it being very upsetting in 2008, yeah, so I can't dark. wait to see how much more upsetting it is in 2024. Oh, it's dark. All right, well, until then, Twitch.tv forward slash Holdnators Ho, MJ. My name is MJ, and I'm MJKLCat on Instagram. Let's sing the song. Shout, shout, let it all out. These are the emails that you wrote in about. Come on. We're gonna read them to you, come on. Hello, everybody, and we missed you over the holidays. And I also missed the shout-outs. Thank you so much for sending in your shout-outs to page7podcast at gmail.com. And we appreciate, oh, I love all the pee-pee stories. I love the New Year's stories. Thank you guys so much for sharing them with us. I took um, I took some of them that I'm going to read about today. But I just want to say thank you so much for sending in your resolutions, how you celebrate New Year's Day, because honestly, it just made the whole day in general just seem a lot better. So thank you guys so much for sharing with us. And um, I really love, I think I'm going to adopt some of these new parts of my New Year's Day. And now it's something that like, I won't not look forward to every year. And if, if you've got one that you didn't have a chance to send in, you can still send it in to page7podcast at gmail.com. We actually have a PSA, yes, Alex, from Alex, which I know I appreciate that you're like, I know you already covered the listener response, but I just wanted to add in as someone that like was told that um, it was good for the environment to pee in the shower. But here's the problem, Alex says. I now find it nearly impossible to not pee in the shower. I get in the shower. My body says it's time to pee. This is very inconvenient when I occasionally share a shower with my partner. Whether we're in there for sexy reasons or just for some company, I have to actively stop myself from peeing. It is no longer a relaxing, fun experience to shower with my beloved because the whole time I'm trying to have a carefree look on my face while I'm thinking, please don't pee, please don't pee. I just want, I needed you to feel seen, Alex, because I completely understand where I completely understand where you're coming from. As someone that's new to it, I am now already struggling with the same thing. So I just want to say you are seen. You are validated, Alex. Thank you so much for sharing. Now, we've got a great shout out that is coming in from Lo. Lo says, I hope your 2024 is going better than mine. I'm 26 and I've had to move back in with my parents where I have no friends, find a new job. And this past weekend, I got dumped after four and a half years. I'm struggling. If I was to be so lucky as to be chosen for a shout out, it would really mean a lot to me to get a pep talk from you guys to help hype myself 
up to put my life back together and build something better. The attached is a pic of a porch goose someone brought into work at my new job for their office. Apparently his name is Douglas in case Gloria is interested. Thank you so much, Lo, for passing on. Um, I think that Gloria is going to have to pass for now, but it doesn't mean she might not be interested in the future. She's just busy with doing herself, which also, Lo, I would say to you, it's time to do you, Lo. It's low 20 20 foe and I hope that you adopt this in for you because yes it is a struggle time for you right now but there's a reason all of this is happening all right focus on you maybe it's time to check back into what you are doing and what you are now we know what you're struggling with and it's time to rebuild start a new hobby start new things to do for you that are only for you that has nothing to do with your ex that has nothing to do with living with your parents find things that are for you only even if it's putting on a face mask every other day or no matter what it is find things that are important for you to be working on as someone that had my life completely destroyed at the age of 30 I under Understand, And you think, oh my God, it's so late. So much time has passed. It hasn't. You've got this shit. Reinvent yourself. Actually, it's kind of exciting once you lean into it. Once you get past the being debilitatingly sad part of it, it is exciting and you will find it. And the day you find it, I hope that you think, man, Jackie was right. You fucking got this shit. And I I also have moved back in with my parents and family at different points in my life. And it's not forever. It's temporary. It's a means to an end. It does not mean your life is over. You fucking got this shit. My kisses go out to you, Lo. In fact, Lo, you might want to take something out of Yole's handbook because Yole says, I'm Yole, been a fan of the show for a couple years, and I'm writing because of y'all's suggestions to make more positive, attainable New Year's goals and resolutions. I was reminded of the one I made for myself weeks ago, and it might be one that sticks. Two words, Hagraven summer. I don't know if I'm saying this properly. If you're not familiar with the term Hagraven, which I am not, they are an amazing scantily clad and bird-like Skyrim enemy that will attack on sight if you're too close to their dwelling. So, this summer I intend to be more feral, unhinged, and half-clothed than previous years, to truly identify as a threat, to be the horrible goose of a lovely village morning. That's the spirit of my Hagraven summer, and I can't wait! If I could also, I'd like to shout out my partner, Beans. They are the light of my life and will probably be joining me in on the Hagraven mayhem. Love the show. Love all y'all. And you're perfect and beautiful. Keep doing what you do. And you keep doing what you do. Thank you so much for sharing these beautiful and attainable goals with us. I love it. Ugh. And I love all of the positive conversations that we're starting surrounding resolutions. Thank you guys so much for sending in your positive resolutions, things that you're working on for yourself that make you feel good. Like Heather. Heather wrote in and says, one of the best resolutions I have done is to find something that soothes me when I am stressed or anxious, 
but does not numb me. The goal is not to stop the numbing. Let's face it, sometimes you need it. Instead, the goal is to just have something in my back pocket that makes me feel good and relaxed without a shame or guilt chaser. Reading is a huge one. This year, I followed Jackie to Akatar, and it was exactly the brain candy that I needed. Might I say, Heather, you might want to check out Fourth Wing or Soul to Keep that we're doing over on the Patreon if you want to hang out. Another Believe It or Not is Page 7, listening to podcasts like yours that I love and enjoy instead of feeling like I always need to be listening to deep learning or feeling content. I love you guys. Your silliness mixed with tactful conversation about hard things got me through more than I can put into words. We love you so much, Heather, and thank you so much for the positive insight. And last but not least, oh, I love this idea. Rather than stopping the holidays, we've got to keep it going, Ashley says. Ashley says, first, thank you so much for your hard work bringing us the joy of page seven every week. It truly lifts my spirits at the end of every week and is the highlight of my Friday mornings. I just finished listening to the New Year's Rewind and it was so comforting and inspirational. I do, however, have a suggestion. Instead of being bummed that the holidays are over, why not just keep them going? Here in Nolens, New Year's leads directly into carnival season, which kicks off on January 6th with 12th night festivities. There are two streetcar parades and the crew of Joan of Arc, plus lots and lots of king cake, which may not, by law of the land, be eaten until January 6th each year. Leading up to Mardi Gras Day, we will have lots of small neighborhood parades, the big parades uptown and in mid-city, plenty of chances to costume, drink, dance in the streets, and again, eat loads of king cake. Come on down or start your own carnival celebrations. It really helps bridge the gap between the winter holidays and the return of spring. Thank you so much, Ashley, and totally check out Ashley Edits for New Orleans Magazine, and you can check out the write-up that they did over there. We have a great issue out right now with lots of carnival tips for DIY costumes and such. Ashley, thank you so much for sending it in. You're right. I love this. We could just keep it going. We could create our own carnival celebrations. And I just need to say, last but not least, I got to say thank you. A huge thank you goes out to poor Jacob. Poor Jacob, and I'm not talking, I'm in love with the werewolf. I'm talking about poor Jacob that didn't quite understand the stay away from that baby memes regarding Twilight. Now, this amazing person uh, said they did not know anything about Twilight, didn't understand what the stay away from that baby memes about Robert Pattinson's new child that is on its way. Poor Jacob, whose name is, yes, Jacob. And he does go on to say, yes, my name is Jacob. No nicknames, nothing to save me. He is a broken man. Self-described, I am broken, a broken man. And um, finding out about what happens in the end of Twilight. And I apologize to you, Jacob, for having to find out this way. I feel like we did this to you. But also, isn't that insane? Isn't the story of Twilight truly batshit? And if you want to hear me in real time, find out what happens in Twilight, go listen to the Patreon chapters. They're all there. It's all there as you find out how I find out. And don't you want to find out with me? Um, I'm sorry, Jacob. That's all I have to say to you. And I just want to say that I appreciate the how much you explained what you went through 
as you found out. And I'm sorry you're so broken, but it did, it really did put a smile on my face. And uh, I just, I, I, I'm sorry and thank you. And we've got a late birthday shout out. This one goes out to Jade. Jade says, my birthday is today, December 22nd. So I know that this is super late, but a girl can dream about a late shout out. Yes, we're just extending your birthday, Jade. Happy birthday. Jade says, I turned 28 today and I honestly never thought I would be here. I used to be so scared of getting older. Anything past 27 seemed impossible. But being able to hear y'all grow up in your 20s and 30s has made me so excited for the years to come. I can't thank you enough. LPN has been with me for over a decade, through the end of high school, all of college, moving across the country alone, starting a career, and much, much more. I am so grateful for all of you. Thank you for being such a positive force in my life. I can't wait to listen to y'all for another 10 plus years. And also, this is adorable, Jade. Most importantly, though, I want to wish the Holden McNeely a very happy birthday. We didn't even acknowledge it on this episode. So thank you for acknowledging him, Jade. Jade says, I know how it feels to have a forgotten birthday, but I want Holden to know that I never, ever forget his. And I want I want you to know that MJ and I did both contact Holden on his actual birthday. So he was remembered. Don't worry. Holden, you're so awesome. From Roundtable to Whisper to page seven, you're one of the funniest people I've ever seen. Don't worry, I sent this to him. So he did read this. The songs you make up on the spot have me smiling and cracking up every time. And your characters are some of the most hilarious bits of all time. Every year on December 28th, I listen to Holden talks for 30 minutes and i am now going to listen to all of reputation every year on that day tay talk is better than anything and i would listen to an entire patreon show that's holden talks about taylor swift for 30 minutes on a random episode of roundtable you said life is a doable situation and that has been with me ever since it's gotten me through so much oh my god now i'm just ranting about how much i love holden it's all right jade i love you and you have been seen and i'm sorry that this isn't slow talking morris but he couldn't be here for your birthday but don't worry He's out annoying other people, I'm sure, as we speak. Happiest of belated birthdays to you, Jade. And thank you so much. Again, you guys can send in your own shout outs to page7podcast at gmail.com. That is page7podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for sharing so much with you guys. Ah, it fills my spirit. We missed you guys. So happy to be back. Happy 2024. We made it. And now let's, ugh. Let's keep going, y'all. Have a great, great week, and we'll be back next week. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. While no one knows what tomorrow may bring, Bridgestone is working toward a more positive outlook. With innovations like developing a tire using 75% recycled and renewable materials. It's just one of the many ways Bridgestone is making a difference today, for generations to come. Because that's what really matters. Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Visit whatreallymatters.com to learn more.
We've seen all the video call fails by now, the mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn this thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden and Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton. For the stay.